In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who has come to give us the inheritance of our baptism, so that we might own it. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, how many of you in this room own China? Like, not the country, um, uh, the like plates and cups and saucers and stuff. Uh, a few, uh, actually, wow, okay, uh, a few more of you than than what I thought. Um, uh, so, if if you're if you're not familiar with this China stuff, it, it's um, it, it's it's very fancy dinnerware. Um, and and in fact, um, I, I remember that Grandma Winters, um, uh, that that Grandma Winters would only bring out the china on special occasions. Usually that special occasion was like once a year and it was Easter. And and uh, Easter became the opportunity for us to you know, behold this amazing invention that was China. It was a plate. I was a little bit confused about why this plate was so special. And then I found out that it was probably even more special than what I realized because one Easter, the China didn't come out. And the reason that the China didn't come out is apparently that Easter was no longer special enough to bring out the China. That and she was a little bit afraid that we were going to break her China. My brother and I were kind of of that age. And so China is something that, that you know, pe- people kind of hold on to. They, they have China stored away someplace. Maybe they even have it on display. And where they have it on display, you may not be able to even touch the case in which, you know, it's like the Holy of Holies. It's held behind a curtain. They have to tie a rope to your leg so that if you touch it and you die, they can pull you out without having to do too much work and touch it themselves. And so, if, if you're one of those people, this next story is going to bother you to no end. Because my, my parents, my parents love going to estate sales. Now, estate sales are a thing that you go to and you buy dead people's stuff. And so, you, they, they love going to these estate sales and, and finding what they find. And at this one estate sale... Well, well they, they find this collection of China. And uh, my mom, at home, she has these kind of uh, rugged plates. Uh, they're, they're plates that, that we've been using ever since I lived at home. They're, they're starting to look pretty dingy, pretty nasty. And, and she realizes that, and she's like, hey, I want, I want some different plates. And so they're, they're at this estate sale, and, and they see what the, the, the China is going for, and, and it's not that much. In fact, they probably would spend more on plates that they bought from Walmart than what they would spend on this china. And so my mom starts to bid on this, and and they win it. They get it. And so my mom is starting to use somebody's china every day. (laughs) Which is heresy. On top of that, my mom is not only just using this china every day, she's putting it in the dishwasher. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Well, today is sort of liturgically like we're, we're bringing out the china. We're bringing out the fine china of the Athanasian Creed. We're, we're bringing out this creed that we say once a year. And, and we, we say it on this Sunday because it, it has a lot to do with the Trinity. Not that the other ones don't, but it has a lot to do with the Trinity. And it's really long. And so it emphasizes the point, hey, the Trinity is an important thing. And probably like the difference between my mom using this person's china every day and that person who had this china that was used like probably once a year, if that, there's kind of a, a bit of a difference with us. Because you see the people that wrote this Athanasian Creed, they thought that it was a really important thing. So important that it starts off with, you have to agree to this, otherwise you go to hell. <laughs> Those are like the first lines, and it gets even worse at the end. And people were fighting about this stuff, slapping each other in the face over this Athanasian Creed, and we're kind of like, oh no, church is going to go a little long. But that's kind of the difference here, right? Because we've inherited this Athanasian Creed. We, we've inherited this, like, maybe China that we have no idea what we're going to use that for. Uh, have, have you inherited anything? Maybe it's China, maybe it's something else, but you've inherited it. And it's kind of like, this is a family heirloom. You should, you know, keep this thing in, in pristine condition. Never touch it. Never show it to anybody, and certainly never use it for anything. Have you ever gotten something like that where you're like, okay, this is very important. It's very important to somebody anyway. And maybe it was useful to somebody at some point. But now it's just something that I have to keep. It's just something that I've inherited. And maybe you don't really even feel like you own it. In, in fact, it, it might even feel like it's something that somebody else uses to own you. And sometimes that's kind of the way I think that we feel about the, the Athanasian Creed. And it's like, oh, do I really own the, the Athanasian Creed? Do I, is this really a, do I really believe this stuff? Sometimes that's even the way that we consider our baptisms. Today we're starting off a new sermon series called Hello, My Name is Baptized. Uh, and, and the whole reason that we're doing the sermon series is because A, uh, it's Trinity Sunday. And so in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's kind of writ large across this Sunday. Uh, B, the, 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 our baptisms is what makes us a part of the body of Christ. And so that's an important thing that we're talking about throughout this year. And then see, I was so happy to see little Abigail in her, her car seat over there come in because she's going to be baptized during the sermon series. And so we're, we're going to be talking about baptism and, and we're going to be talking about what it means for us to be baptized and how that's an important thing. But sometimes that's a, an important thing that, well, it just feels like we've inherited that we don't really feel like we have much ownership of. That, that we don't really feel like, oh, okay, that being baptized is an important thing that 
I have that God has given to me through his church working together so that I was there at that baptismal font and that pastor or that person, whoever it was, was saying in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and making us a part of his body, showing us how much he loved us. And so this whole sermon series, we're going to be kind of exploring what it means to be baptized. And what that means is partially that this is kind of an inheritance. It's an inheritance because, well, we haven't done anything for it, which is kind of what an inheritance is all about. An inheritance is a gift. It's a gift given to you for the sake of the relationship that you have with that person. And so, if you, you have an inheritance, it, it's this gift that's not given to you because, well, you're nice, or because they like your face, or because of any of that, so, but because of your relationship with that person. That person has said, I'm going to give you this because we have this relationship. And that's what God does with us. He says, I am going to give you this gift of my son's righteousness, of my son's relationship with me. I'm going to give you that gift because he gave up that gift himself on the cross. And so it's like an inheritance, but an inheritance is something that a lot of times we, we don't really own. Because it, it, it almost takes that, that point, that next level of actually saying, okay, this really is mine now. I think that's the, the issue that is kind of written throughout all of these readings that we had for today with Isaiah and the people of Israel who have this relationship with God and they know that they've inherited this relationship with him. They know that they are his people and yet at the same time, Isaiah is at this point historically where he's saying, woe is me, I am a man of unclean lips living with people who have unclean lips and we have forgotten the gift of this inheritance. And God is there to remind those people through Isaiah And to remind even Isaiah himself of how great that gift is. That's what Jesus is doing with Nicodemus. This teacher of Israel who doesn't seem to get it. Who seems to be really dense. And and Jesus, legit, is kind of talking in circles around him. But it's because Nicodemus doesn't get this inheritance. He's like, yeah, I know that I'm the teacher of Israel. But he doesn't understand what that gift, what that inheritance is really all about. And so that's where we're at a lot of times. Where we need God to kind of shake us up and remind us. And maybe that's through using the Athanasian Creed. Maybe that's through saying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit the moment that the shower water hits your face. Maybe that's making the sign of the cross when you get up in the morning. But whatever it is, remember your inheritance. Remember this great gift that God gave to you. And it's so much better than China. It is something 
that will last forever. And because this gift lasts forever, this gift of your baptism, you will last forever. God is giving you this gift as the way that you become eternal with him. He's giving you an eternal gift of baptism so that you too may be eternal. That's a great gift. And it's one that is worth even the Athanasian Creed. So may you this week, may you remember your baptism, may you lay claim of it, and may you in the morning as you look into the mirror when you're in the bathroom, or may you when you're in the middle of the day and you just remember that you're baptized, or may you whatever it is, when you remember your baptism, may you remember what a great eternal gift God has given to you. Through his son who paid the price that that gift might be yours. Amen.